Warning, the following podcast consists of discussions of pedophilia, sexualization of minors, and death threats, and also contains spoilers for the My Hero Academia manga. Proceed with caution. Hi everyone, welcome to the Forest of Lore, where fiction feels like a new reality. I'm your host, Forest, and it's time to delve deeper into the story. Forest here for another episode. As mentioned previously, this is going to be a very dark and very heavy episode, so please, if you are sensitive to any of the subjects previously mentioned, skip over this. Your health and safety is more important than views. If you are uncomfortable with this, please skip this. Today we are going to be mentioning the unfortunate side of media and fandoms, which is the toxic side. Unfortunately, we have to deal with this because people are people and nothing is ever bright and cheery as we all want it to believe. Again, I have Nick with me. Hello, hello, hello. So, let's jump into this. Alrighty, well, since I will start off today with the good old feeling of, um, sexualization of minors and pedophilia. I was at a con. Speaking of, in the last episode I mentioned, was a con. I was around a few adults. I didn't have an issue with that. Because I prefer to hang out with the older crowd. Um. I jokingly. Now, these are two adults that I would never actually ship together. It's just in a chaotic way that I created the ship. Overhaul X Aizawa. It is a very chaotic ship. I would never actually ship it myself. But it's a very funny ship that I just created in the moment. Now, let me state this. A 21-year-old... Be granted, they're age 21, so they should have known better. Proceeded to say, I will create the ship of... Shinzo? Who is a minor... And overhaul. What? I believe was the character. But I do know that plainly that Shinso was a part of it. I do think it was overhaul. Oh. Yeah, it was overhaul. I was. Be grand. Overhaul is, I believe, what? Forced in his 20s? That sounds right. I'm gonna double check. And I I'm think. I'm not positive with that, but. All I'm saying is that. If if you ship an adult and a minor, you are disgusting. You can hear my discomfort. I was not aware of what ship it was. Obviously, before recording, the two of us were discussing stuff that was to be mentioned, and it was mentioned that 
very disgusting. I haven't told which two characters. I just wanted to see his pure reaction of what I was going to say. But be granted that this was a 21-year-old, and not to mention that same problematic 20-year-old, has sexualized many, many, many minors, such as Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Um, Soul? I don't know if Soul, uh, Soul's a minor, but Soul from Soul Eater? Yeah, he is. He is? Yeah, I think they're all teens. Except it was a gender-bent version. Which in no way, shape, or form looked aged up. Though they say all ages are... Um, moved up. But if you're going to move up ages... They are at least make them 15. look like... They're adults. I'm, I'm sure Forrest can agree with that. Yes, and even then... I'm... I don't fully condone that. Because, guess what? Fiction does affect reality. No matter and how much you want to argue with. It does. It's As, okay, back to what I was saying, but it's just coming to find out Soul is 13. And so, not only have they sexualized Nezuko, who is 14, um, Soul, who is 13, they have sexualized, um, Uraka Ochako from BNHA, Boku no Hero Academia, who is, which is also. 15, 16? Mm-hmm. And I've seen them with their friend, which also sexualized. What's, um, Momo. And then on, I've known this person for a while, and on their lives, I have seen them sexualize Toga and create a ship between Toga and Dobby with somebody who's married. Now, I don't think they'd be watching this podcast, but if they are, they know who exactly who they are. Yeah, and obviously anybody we're talking about, we're gonna keep nameless for their sake. Because I personally don't like calling people out unless it's absolutely necessary. I agree with Forrest. So this is just, I would say, a way of making people aware that, hey, Watch what content your favorite creators are making. Or just any creator in general. I, too, agree. Yeah. Now, since this we are still on the topic of sexuality of minors, as Four said, yes, fiction does affect reality. I met this person off of in a website which I shouldn't have been on at the time because I am a minor and I shouldn't have been on there because there's a lot of I'm not gonna say forsake but there's a lot of things on there that I shouldn't have just been on because I'm a minor and I met this 11 year old I'm not saying any names because I don't even remember their name or username myself they I looked at their account because I really liked their cosplay. They were making 18 plus content and they openly said to me that they were 11. You doing okay, Forrest? Yeah, it's just... Uh, 
I'm 20. And I'm just sitting here, like, with so much regret for things that I haven't done. Because who in their right mind would let an 11-year-old think it's okay to do that content? I don't know what is behind the scenes on that. I don't even know the person myself. But, like... An 11-year-old doing this kind of content is absolutely disgusting. Obviously, I have no video, but you can probably imagine how much pain I look like I'm in. Yeah, no, I can vouch for that. He he looks very distraught. Not distraught. Eh, that's not Both. the word. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Distressed and, and distraught. Forest, you got any stories you want to share until we bring up? Um. I mean, I do have another one I could share, but it's it's more of the toxic side of the fandom. But if you have any stories, go ahead and share. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head aside from like big creators that have obviously done that and unfortunately making thirst traps and that kind of stuff seems to be the only way to get any form of clout with the My Hero fandom and a lot of uh, others. With that, we will He's not, from what I know of, he's not in any other fandoms, but we can touch on that later, because I have to get some more stories. Sorry. <laughs> a lot more stories to touch on. And we get to say hi to Benson! Say that again? We get to say hi to Benson. Benson oh, is yes, our little friend Mr. who will be covering any language. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of language is going to get shared. Yeah, and I want to try and keep things family friendly. Um, but as to go on with the story, I was on the same website where I met said 11 year old. Now, Forrest, I'm sure you have an idea of what website I'm talking about. I am aware. And I can very clearly tell by your face you don't condone me going on there. Which I shouldn't be going on there, because as I said, I am a minor. You also don't know what else that website is stealing. <laughs> that- that is true. That's why I don't go on it. But, as- say again? That's why I don't go on it. <laughs> but, as I was saying, this is going to be- Oh! And then I'll bring up another story. I have a lot of stories about- oh, that website. Not saying that- I would say it's a bad website for minors. It's a bad website but because anyways, people don't next... know how to understand that this is not a place for it. Yeah. And I can't speak anything on myself because I've gone there multiple times. Yeah, I have not gone there. But, so... as I was saying, um, I went on there and I was talking to somebody who was one of those shippers of uwu gay owo type of shippers and i started talking to them about some straight ships that i enjoy cuz i myself am a multi shipper so they start i started talking about i don't really ship it but it's a ship that i see the perspective of if that makes sense mm -hmm. 
I threw out there. Izel, not Izel, Midnight, Todoroki and Momo. I see it, I just don't ship it myself. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Momo belongs with Juro, or Kayoko, however you say your name. Kyoko. And Todoroki belongs with Midoriya. And I said, okay, Aizawa and Midnight. Be granted they are childhood best friends. And this is going to take some- actually, there, there's no need for that spoiler. But they are childhood best friends. And they responded with, no, Aizawa belongs with Mike. And I started talking about how there's nothing wrong with straight ships. They looked like the person who are straight but fetishized. BL, boy love. And um, they strictly said, let's keep it gay, please. As a gay, that I'm about is... to fight. <laughs> I got, I didn't talk to them again after that. Good. But there's been some really good encounters on that site where I've met some really cool friends. But then you get that. But anyways, that's not the time for that com- this conversation. Yeah, I mean, any fandom, but I would say most predominantly now, the My Hero Academia fandom is just known for the ship wars. There have been plenty in the past. I'd say most namely Hitalia. I am sorry for whatever you are having to relive because I mentioned that. <laughs> but... With My Hair Academia, I had a similar experience with an ex-friend of mine who was very protective of their ships. I'm a multi-shipper as well, so I'm just like, oh, this is cute, or I can understand it, not my thing. Just let them be happy as long as everything is safe, legal, just all around okay and good. But, like, I was doing an art prompt for myself of like, oh, let's draw OC's cosplaying. And the one OC I was drawing is shipped with one of theirs. And so, like, as we're uh, driving back from, I think, going to see the second My Hero movie, I'm just like, hey, can I draw your character as Dobby? Because I think Dobby Hawks is cute, and that's what I want to draw. Just, just, like, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Hawks, it's Hawks and Endeavor, and I just sat there like, what? Excuse Actually, me? speaking about that ship, I was actually gonna bring that up. I'm sorry to interrupt you while you yeah. were talking about your experiences. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I have a friend who ships and talks. As I don't, um, I'm not gonna bash on it, but you've also gotta remember Hawks looked up to Endeavor as a kid. And at the moment, with Endeavor's current state, I don't think he should be shipped with anybody along with Bakugo. Yeah. Because if you look at it, and their mental health, they are not ready to start dating. Oh, you. Think about Endeavor and all the abuse he put every single child through. Look at Dobby, or also formed known as Toya Todoroki. Look at him. Mm-hmm. You saw how he turned out. Yeah. You saw how Todoroki turned out. So it's safe to say they are not ready for a relationship. And honestly, I almost say the same for Hawks. Yeah, he's... 
he's not in a good place either. I'd say none of them in that series are. I too agree. Now, there is some ships that I find cute, but if it were to become canon, I would not- I wouldn't say I wouldn't be happy, but, like, it's like, why? Yeah. When- look at their mental status on all of them. Yeah, I mean, figure, all of Class 1A it has been through how much uh, ground experience before getting their licenses. And now, after getting them, how much worse has it gotten? USG attack. The camp. Just everything has happened to them in one year. One year. And they are still 15, 16. They are still developing brains. They are still growing up. They are no longer children. Mentally. They had to grow up so fast because of what they had to go through. I'm going to step in. As somebody who had to grow up at a very young, young age, mm -hmm. I'm talking freshly about oh, 10 years old. It is not fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's from my experience. It is not fun to grow up at a young age. Yeah. Because the amount of trauma that, per se, follows with it. Mm-hmm. And... And I can say for my generation, most Gen Z kids did not get a childhood. No. Because one, global pandemic. Two, look at half the Gen Z's parents. Mm -hmm. But that is stated then and there. This is a lot, and fiction is meant to be an escape. It's supposed to get us out of this. And I will give Horikoshi so much credit for his writing. Because while it may not be exactly perfect, it's fairly grounded. I am not completely caught up on the manga, I know what is happening. So it's it's nice to see a fantasy sort of setting go into this kind of stuff and have that uh, moral ambiguity and discussion. And just show that, hey, not everything's perfect. You're, just because you're a protagonist doesn't mean you're going to have plot armor and everything's going to work for you in the end. I am not up to date, but I've seen quite a bit of spoilers. And I do have to agree with Forrest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, where the anime is right now, it's pretty light. And we're gonna be getting some dark stuff in the later episodes of this season. Or at least the later half of- or later part of this half. I don't know how much they're gonna get into this season. But I am pretty much caught up to where the manga- where the anime is gonna be. So, that's gonna be fun. Um, this is a different fandom, but I'm gonna speak on this and then we can swap back to my hero. Yeah. I'm going to be speaking about the Harry Potter fandom. 
and someone I know personally. I'm not missing any names. I'm not saying who they are to me. But let's just say, I live with them and I see them every day. Um, I've been told by them that they ship aged up Harry Potter and Snape. Why the hell do they do it? I don't fucking know. Mm -mm. There's like three ducks. I don't see it, and I don't know why. I would love to know why they ship it. I, but I, it is disgusting, because Snape was one of Hen Her Harry's mentors. And literally And just... someone he looked up to. Mans was also just a very bad teacher. He hated Harry simply because of his father. And the fact that he was salty about not getting Lily. But in the end, you have to give him some credit. He did kind of save Harry multiple times. Yes, I will give him that credit. But it's also just like... You don't need to be a prick. You are a teacher. The fact that you are one of your students' worst fears... SAYS SOMETHING! Oh. I love Harry Potter, but at the same time... So much makes me want to throw something. <laughs> and just force you gotta remember, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, yes. All I'm saying is that some F-bombs are gonna get dropped here and there. Yeah, so obviously... Implied language warning, here. Well, they're kinda kinda needed, cause I've already started... Swearing. Yeah, it's just, considering this is the beginning of the... Downhill. We're thinking that this might be at least an hour long to two episodes. Yep. So... Now, I don't want to make it all about that one person. Yeah. Because there is a but lot we need to it'll talk. also mainly be about them, if you know what I mean. Because that's stuff that we have experienced personally. But I, I really want to say fandoms and fandom spaces are generally good places. It's just unfortunate that either a loud minority or a chaotic majority is just I don't even know how to describe it aside from absolutely beyond feral and unexcusable because things just end up in places and people need to have their voices heard so instead of just like oh I don't like that and scrolling they have to say something about it. Granted, sometimes things are deserved to be talked about. Such as with shows promising certain representation 
and then instantly killing or getting rid of or just completely lying about said representation. That is valid criticism. But taking it to extremes, such as death threats, such as with the case of Voltron, because they didn't get their ship, is beyond anything. You're aware of that situation? No, because I was never in the Voltron fandom. I've never seen Voltron. I try. Someone recommended it to me when I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. but I did not watch it. Yeah, I'd say it's a decently good show, but it definitely lost its steam. Again, all credits to everybody involved in that. They did a good job, uh, but. Uh, two of the main characters, both guys, ended up getting shipped, and they are the classic red-blue pairing. And I genuinely think they had really good chemistry, and to be honest, I shipped it. But people were so mad about not having it, they sent death threats to the studio and baked goods with glass in it. Baked goods with glass. Somebody please tell me where that's okay. I do have to agree with you. What? Why is that something that my hero fandom would do? Because they did it. They sent death threats to Horiko- or They sent threats to Horikoshi. I'm talking about the baked goods with glass in it. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they did. I wouldn't either, honestly. And Horikoshi has done nothing wrong. Yeah. It is his anime, his thing, not anybody else's. Yeah, and like- And they have got to remember that, because yes, it is- it may be some people's favorite anime, but they've got to remember, at the end of the day, the amount of work that goes into it, mm-hmm. by the creator. Yeah. And by all the voice actors. Both Japanese and English. Voice actors do not get enough credit. Yeah. Honestly. Because I have seen so many times, so many of them having to deal with drama because of their characters. And people connecting the two as one person instead of understanding, oh hey, they're just being paid to voice these people. They don't necessarily, and they shouldn't, agree with a lot lot of, if not all of, their characters' actions. Because, like, I can assure you, uh, the person who voices Hisoka, I don't think he agrees. I don't think he agrees with, um, Hisoka's actions, but he just voices the character. Yeah. Honestly, at the rate this is going, I feel horrible for Endeavor's voice voice actor. Yeah, Patrick Sites. Honestly. Because my friend, this is off topic, but it's still on topic. My friend cosplays Endeavor. Do you know he will get treated as such actual character? Mm-hmm. And, it's... and Endeavor, I feel horrible for what he has to witness. I mean, he's already had a rough life as is. Yeah. I mean, like, anybody 
and I've noticed this mainly with my hero fandom. I can't name an instance outside of it, but the people cosplaying the villains, they get treated so horribly. I can testify with that because I am. I do. You, you can literally testify with me. Mm-hmm. I cosplay almost all the male villains in my hero. Mm-hmm. And the amount of shit. If it's and it's mainly the popular stuff. Some things have been said to me. Oh, and touching back on the mm-hmm. sexualization of minors at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. When I was in Aizawa. I mean, they didn't know because I get treated like an actual adult because I act like one. Do you know how many times by minors themselves I get called Daddy Eyes, Daddy Zella when I was in Izella cosplay? I just felt my soul leave my body. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's. It's. This, this is why I hate the internet. I literally wrote an 11-page paper my freshman year of college talking about how bad social media is. This is the exact reason. It was on the website. I'm sure it was obvious, though. Hmm. Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, and I'm- just not to mention, it doesn't- I wouldn't say I'm getting heated at the moment. It's just like, the fuck. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Obviously, this is a very hard episode for both of us to record, because I've dealt with more. I wouldn't say more. Yeah. I've just dealt with a lot of toxic people and things in my life, and speaking out on it is weird because yeah. I really don't speak out on a lot of things. Yeah. I. I try and be positive about a lot of stuff. I hate talking about the negative, but it would feel wrong to do this podcast without talking about the bad side of it. As in the last pod uh, episode, you think we enjoy talking about the bad side of conventions? No. You think we enjoy talking- I wouldn't say talking bad, but you think we enjoy talking and calling people out on their shit? <gasps> Especially when they may have once been friends. Or close family. It isn't fun, but this is the unfortunate side to media that has to be talked about. Especially now, because I don't want to give it credit, but being cooped up is not helping. It's not. It, It really isn't. I just want to know what goes through people's heads to make them do half the things they do. Yeah, because you have time setting up, time recording, any post-editing, and right before you actually post to think about it. Exactly. And even then, if you get through all of that and have some form of question and ask somebody about it, and they say it's not a good idea, or I don't think you should do this, maybe there's a... That should plant some more seed of doubt into 
maybe I should hold off from posting this. You can ask Forrest. I've been very careful with the things I post. Mm -hmm. I've even had to come to him about some videos that I was borderline with. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you always have that final moment saying, Is it worth it? Mm -hmm. Is it worth getting my ass bitten for posting this? Here. Is it worth posting this just to get views? Is it worth... Is it worth it? You always have that final moment. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I would say it isn't worth it. Because you never know what people are doing with your content outside of your own sphere. You don't know who's taking that, who, who's using it for whatever personal means or where it's going to end up. As an adult, I am personally not comfortable posting that content. That is just my moral thing. I am not comfortable doing that. But I know plenty of people who are. And I actually had to cut somebody out of my life recently because they were doing the content at a fairly young age and I had to keep telling them you shouldn't be doing this, or please be careful about what you're doing. Because you cannot trust the internet. You also can't know who to trust anymore? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't- well, just- you have to get to some, know somebody before you start trusting them instantly. Exactly. Because if I would have taken that advice when I was younger, I would not be where I was at now. Mm -hmm. It's one person that's screwed up my almost entire life. Yeah, it's... And as remarks of Forrest, it, it sucks to see me this mm -hmm. at such a young age. Yeah. I mean, I was a very naive person as a kid. I'd say even into high school. I did not make a lot of connections socially. Meaning, certain things just didn't connect right in my brain, and I never really caught on to stuff. So, things happened. Things had happened, and now here I am, three years after graduating, nearly out of university, a completely different person. And I look back at myself now, and like, who was I? Why did I let myself be like this? And there's definitely things I regret. Nothing, I don't remember stuff explicitly being said. And I was also just a very careful person about what I posted. I was also just the quote-unquote good kid. But... As Forrest has mentioned, before I met said person in my life who um, messed me up mentally, um, I was naive. I never caught on to things. And the way it happened, looking back, I would go, I would do anything just to have myself and innocence back. Because 
at the age I am now, most people are still going through their childhood. Yeah. And it's awesome to see my friends still have that while they can. Mm-hmm. And even if it can be found briefly through certain media that can be seen as comforts, it's when you jump outside of that media, you see a completely different thing that certain things from said media may not want you to have. Like, this is gonna be a fun discussion. I'm in the Dream SMP fandom. It is one of the best fandom experiences I've ever had. This is one of the only ones I'm ever actually active in. I make fan art. I actively cosplay from it. Last time I had this was my hero. But things changed with there. I refuse to cosplay from it, at least for now. Dream SMP made me actually feel like I, I had connections with people. It was fun to discuss. It was fun to think about just all the intricacies, because I'm a big storytelling person. Having 30 streamers all tell a story in the same thing is fun because the story of perspective. Something we all need to learn about. <laughs> because one story is not the end-all be-all. Especially with real life. And at the time of recording this, the fandom has been raked through the coals because of stuff that's been happening that I do not feel comfortable talking about here because a lot of it has been discussed by the streamers themselves. So check their stuff or check to see around for apologies in that. It's a genuinely fun fandom. And unfortunately, as more and more people are getting into it, there's just more and more happening. Because I have seen people talking about certain things happening with the creators who are still under 18. Jumping back to stuff previously mentioned in this episode. But... I have not seen any of it myself, and genuinely, a lot of it actually do respect the creator's boundaries. There are people who cross it or just openly disrespect, but the streamers have stated they don't want to be associated with it, and everybody who's going at them for the actions of their fans that they can't control, it's not their fault, have openly stated they don't condone it. So. There's my two cents on that. Obviously, creators need to be held accountable, no matter what they are in. Dream SMP, cosplay, whatever else. If they are doing problematic stuff, they need to be told, hey, this ain't okay. And I, too, agree. Yeah. Because I will agree with the statement, educate, not cancel. But if it's repeated behavior... That's a different story. I'm going to be using a problematic creator, for example, Shane Dawson. Yes. 
he was educated multiple times. He never learned. Mm -hmm. Therefore, in the end, he lost his entire platform. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can tell, but he's been trying to make a comeback. I, I have heard. I have not seen any of his stuff, but I follow a lot of drama channels. Yep. For no reason aside from... And, but I'm telling you, he's trying to come back. And I just love how many people aren't accepting it and allowing it. Yeah, because you can't just rush things under a rug for a couple months and think you could come back. The internet is forever. So things you've stated are going to come back to haunt you. But, big but here, you have to understand with certain people, they change. They are not the same people that they were however many years ago that problematic tweet, video, whatever was made. Give them a chance to say they're different. They have grown. Because obviously stuff from the 2010s is different than it is in 2021. Was it that one thing my mother's told me? The morals of yesterday are being applied today. Mm -hmm. That doesn't- nope. No. The morals of today are being applied I... to yesterday? Yeah. Other way around. Yeah. Cause- I mean 10, 20 years ago... I do not condone it, but saying the n-word was condoned. Mm -hmm. Back 20, 30 years ago. And obviously now. And Don't I'm say it glad if you're not it isn't nowadays. Yeah. Because it is a slur, and they have every reason to claim that slur. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to go into it, but do your research. Yeah, just very, very negative connotations within history. As in most slurs today. Mm -hmm. And people don't make slurs out of anything just for fun. They have history behind them. Mm -hmm. And while you may not know that reason, try and understand and do or your own research. Do your research, and as someone who did not know what a slur was of, of something, I knew many people who could say the slur, so I had them sit, sit me down and educate me on it. Mm-hmm. And on why it was a slur and what the slur is and was. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself before you wreck- No, wait. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yes. Because I'm gonna say this, and I know you're gonna agree with me on this. Internet is <gasps> Oh, yes. Especially social media. The internet is why I am the way I am today. Yes. Uh, back whenever I was an education major, actually, uh, I had to write an 11-page paper about a topic of my choosing, and I decided to talk about social media. Because that's just something I was passionate about. I left after that year. I left the education school after that year, and I am now a digital media arts student. So, that has come in handy. But that paper was me talking about how bad social media are with people. 
and just how much people think they can get away with online. Obviously, I'm not meaning everybody. But we all know there are certain people who think it's okay to get online and make fun of people because of things they genuinely enjoy. And also things they cannot control. Exactly. And honestly, with the way things are today, I am pre I'm gonna mention bodies at the moment. Mm -hmm. I am very happy with the way society is, how do I put this, accepting people who aren't model thin. But I'm also not happy with the way people are still making fun of other people for being the way they look. Because mm. weight isn't necessarily an easy thing to lose or even gain. It just depends on body to body. Everybody's genes are different. Mm -hmm. As someone who has struggled with weight my entire life, it's not fun. It is hard to lose weight, especially with genetics. Yes. So therefore, you should not shame anybody for the way they look, because they cannot control their own genetics. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you, as someone who is plus size for us, I'm sure you can agree with me on that. Oh yeah. Not everybody can easily change stuff. No, everybody has access to things that can fix that with even without surgery or whatever other procedures needed or wanted i would say right but i guess the genuine general lesson with this is be kind to others yeah because no. you never know what somebody else is going through mm -hmm. hi everyone forest here Thank you all for listening. Sorry this is a bit of a different style of episode today. Uh, me and Nick ended up talking a lot, so this did need to be split into two episodes. Obviously, same warnings will be applied next episode. Again, if you can't get through it, please put yourself first. I don't want you getting yourself hurt over this. So, thank you all for listening, and stay safe. And see you in your next fantasy.